Hi, everyone, and welcome to the second episode of Hope's Podcast. My name is Henry, and in today's episode, we'll be featuring one of our current General Hope members, Mihyun Su. In fact, the short excerpt of music you just heard was Mihyun playing the piano. Before we get started, we just want to talk a little about, about who we are and what Hope is. Hope, which stands for Harmonies of Pianists Everywhere, is a community that was founded last year in 2020 that seeks to empower young pianists from all over the world with projects that range from benefit concerts to collaborative projects, and now we even have a podcast. This podcast will mainly be used to feature our HOPE members and topics will range from personal experiences to tips on balancing music and school. My name is Henry, and I'm one of the social media managers for HOPE, as one of the hosts of this podcast. I'm currently a high school sophomore at Montgomery Bell Academy in Nashville, Tennessee. I studied the piano for the last nine years, previously at Vanderbilt Blair <clears throat> School of Music pre-college program, and am now taking private lessons with Dr. Myung Julie. Now let us welcome Mihyun Su, who will be featuring in today's episode of Hope's Podcast. Mihyun, can you give us a quick um, explanation of the piece that we heard at the beginning? Sure, so the piece in the beginning is the Liszt um, Sonata in D minor. It's one of my favorite pieces out of all the works of music. And I think it's such a magnificent illustration of the nature of man. and how we deal with the struggle of good and bad each day, mm. to put it into simple terms. And it covers such a wide span of emotions and even various moments in our lives. And it's really interesting how Liszt uses the leitmotif, where he takes a certain theme, and in one section he portrays it in a very dark and ominous character, and another section he uses the same theme, but it's like a beautiful lyrical melody. Mm. So it's really one of the greatest masterpieces and um, I when I was in like around ninth or 10th grade mm -hmm. I often studied in my school library during lunch and I would always listen to my teacher's album on Spotify and and before this I actually never knew that Liszt had written a sonata or anything so I found myself constantly listening to my teacher's rendition of the Liszt sonata over and over again and even though I knew it wasn't going to be an easy piece. I really wanted to learn it. And by studying the piece, I've discovered so many new ways to create certain types of colors and mm. sound. And it's also an effective way for me to learn how to hold such a long piece together. Because yeah, I was about to say, this is not as so long. Um, how long did it take you to learn? So um, I think when I was learning it, it was like really on and off because mm -hmm. I was working on other pieces. Yeah. But I think it took me like one entire summer on and off, kind of. And then after I started working on it really intensely um, to prepare for my college audition. So that was like about a year, kind of. Yeah. And I'm still working on it right now. Mm. It sounds beautiful um, at the beginning. So really, really good job. Thank you. Um, so can you give us just a little bit of background of yourself, who, who you are and where you're from and, and just um, a little snippet of your life? Sure. So I'm a 17-year-old pianist from Roland Heights, California and a senior at Diamond Bar High School. I'm currently studying with uh, Rufus Choi, who's in Los Angeles, California, and I started to play piano when I was five years old. Uh, a few years ago, I decided to pursue piano performance as my career. Before that, I was kind of debating between piano and flute and perhaps academics on top of that, but 
I decided to really focus on piano. Mm. So lately, I've been applying and auditioning to music conservatories,、uh, mainly around the East Coast. So, like、uh, Juilliard and、uh, Eastman School and schools like that. Wow, that's that's <clears throat> that's awesome. Do you have any、um, siblings or、um, family members like that? No, I'm the only child. Only child. Cool, cool.、Um, how was your spring break? <laughs> oh, I didn't have one yet, but. Oh, is it not? Have you not had one yet? No, no. I feel like this entire pandemic though has kind of. Yeah, really. It's been just like、yeah. long, drawn out, but <laughs> got to keep everybody safe. <clears throat> so, what are some、uh, some of the pieces that you're currently working on right now? Um, now that my college auditions are like over and done with,、mm -hmm. I'm trying to work on a lot of new repertoire before I go to college, like、um, the Brahms Number One Concerto in D Minor. Yeah. Oh, so pretty. So pretty. It is. It's the second movement is very. There's nothing compared to the second <laughs> concerto, and I'm also learning、um, some Mozart, the、uh, Concerto Number Fifteen. Oh wow. Is really、um, it's really essential in the to learn how to produce like really beautiful sound because I would say Mozart, especially for like me, Mozart is one of the hardest、um, composers for like he just has such a sound that you have to nail on the head because if you don't like it's not Mozart so it's like <laughs> it's not it's really not he's really really hard well that's <clears throat> that's awesome speaking of the、um, pandemic. Um, and COVID and, and whatnot.、Um, can you explain how you've been able to stay motivated、um, and like still have the love for music, even though when you've been、um, going through these tough times of having to stay at home for literally almost a year now? Well, I have to admit that it's been really hard, and a lot of times I there were times where I weren't that when I wasn't like motivated to like. Even practice, and I would feel like drained of energy a lot.、Mm. Um, that was toward like the beginning of the pandemic, and in preparation for my college auditions, I started just like organizing weekly solo recitals, like thirty minutes each, for about four weeks, I think. And as I started to do this, I felt myself just wanting to be with the music more, and、mm. it was really interesting、um, throughout the entire process. And I think.、Um, The importance of setting goals for yourself, like my desire to really share with my audience the best music that I possibly can, like that was one of my main goals. So I think that also helped me grow my love for music throughout、mm. the pandemic.、Um, even though I haven't really been around other musicians or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. So after、um, high school, is it、um, is it private or public? It's a public. It's public. Do you have a lot of、um, people there that have a, like a big interest in music, like you, or are you just kind of soloed it、um, there? Um, actually, like one of the best things about my school and the reason why I chose to, because I transferred district between、mm -hmm. middle school and high school, is we have like an advanced music program. Wow. And. It's really, it's really amazing, especially in a public school, and I feel like it's practically a conservatory in high school because、really? they offer like free music history conducting. Wow. 
music theory and it's like it's so rigorous and it's really hard to pass <laughs> out that and you have to like study a lot and there's chamber music and we're actually building a new building um right now just for the music department it's like mm. three stories with like wow. big orchestra rooms that's so everything. awesome yeah so um the teachers there are um, a lot of the coaches and the director they're all like music performance majors mm. they're very supportive and they're very obviously very skilled in their musical um, talents. And I think there are definitely um, a lot of people that major in music, mm. want to go to music. And actually a few of my teachers, students go went to the school. I think two of them graduated already and one of them is a grade younger than me. And so we're all like really into music and it's amazing having that musical environment that you can yeah. really in other like public schools mm -hmm. that must be awesome having uh getting to be surrounded by music because you clearly love it so much and um it's awesome awesome that you don't have to just have um such a music oriented um school life you also have regular school life like a lot of other kids but you you get to have that um uh, awesome music community which is which is great um can you kind of walk through your um, journey with music um, and how you've been shaped as an artist and um, how you are today. Sure. Um, so when I first started music and for the majority of the time that I've been playing the piano, I didn't really know the true purpose of mm. music. I didn't know <laughs> I mean, I knew that like I wanted to work hard on it and it was something that I liked to do, but I didn't know why. Like, mm. I feel like that why is the most important thing. Mm -hmm. So I was just focusing on playing the notes loud, soft, you know, those kinds of things. Yeah. Never yeah. really emotional feelings because my teacher right now, he's the one that opened the doors for me, really. Mm. Something he told me is that music is a language of feelings. And in order to convey those feelings, you have to feel it first. And um, during the past few years that I've been studying with him, we've been growing like how I can create different types of tone, sound, so that I can convey the emotion so that my music is the most convincing. So I feel like I felt really lost during the first several years of my music studying. And I feel like these past few years, I've really learned to make up for what I lost in the past mm. year. And it's really, it's really helped me grow my love for music. And now I feel that music is something that I can't be without anymore. That's beautiful. Um, that resonates with me too. M music is just such um, a wonderful thing. It's like almost a therapeutic for me where I can just put my emotions out into the music. Um, and that's wonderful that, um, I was also like you were at the beginning, especially as like a little kid, it was always just like, go practice, go do this, blah, 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 like very systematically going through the process. But like now as um, I've matured and as as we just heard there, your story, it's not um, just having to sit down and practice anymore. It's, it's really getting to dive in and um, digest the wonderful compositions that all these amazing composers have written and using it to convey mm -hmm. a story um, through the language of music. Um, awesome. 
So do you have any specific concert uh, or competition or festival performances that like really um, are memorable to, to you? Yeah, I, um, I have, well, I have two experiences that are, I feel that are really linked to each other. So during the summer break after my sophomore year, I entered um, a fairly local competition and I was expecting some sort of prize. Um, mm -hmm. But when I played, I was so focused on playing all the right notes and I was really nervous. So I wasn't creating any music. Um, I, unsurprisingly, I didn't win anything, but I was really disappointed in myself because I spent all those hours um, trying to create music. Mm. And when I went on stage, all of that was like gone. So um, I really, really wanted to give up. And I was just so sad after that competition. And you know how sometimes there's that voice in your head that goes, oh, you're so bad at piano. And yeah. You're just hopeless. <laughs> there's always yeah. back there, yep. I know. So the voice was just like drowning everything mm. in my head. and. It was so bad to the point where I literally put the score of the piece that I played, which was Chopin's second concerto, somewhere else where I couldn't see it and be reminded of the experience. <laughs> yeah. So, but I had to start working on it again and eventually for a different competition. And I just, I really just didn't want to go through the same thing like I did before. And the feeling was so strong where it motivated me to really work hard to just perform my best and mm. it wasn't so much because i wanted to win first place i mean the prize was pretty big compared to the local competition and you were you were given the opportunity to perform a full concerto with a pretty good orchestra mm. but besides all that like i really wanted to create music that would touch the hearts of my listeners and chopin's second concerto is another another beautiful concerto and it's there's so much beauty, but there's also so much nostalgia and like pain and those kinds mm. of emotions. So um, for that competition, I was fortunately selected as one of the five finalists from the preliminary round. And on the day of the final round, I was, again, I was very nervous as yeah. usual. But the anxiety just got worse when I started to play the piano on the stage because it was a brand new Steinway with brand new hammers. Oh, so it hadn't been broken in. Oh, that's the worst. So like, um, so basically like the sound was so dull and it was impossible. Yeah. It was so bad. And like, mm. well, I don't want to say it was bad, but it was impossible for me to project my sound. Yeah. And sound projection is one of the main things that judges look for, especially at concerto competition, because you have to be heard over the orchestra. Mm -hmm. And I'm not trying to complain or anything, but that was the <laughs> situation that I was like in. So, um, and, but even though I was very nervous and the condition of the piano was quite a bit scary, my desire to share the beauty of Chopin's music made me ignore the situation that I was in. And I began to really listen to my own music, especially mm -hmm. because I was trying to make sure that my sound was being projected into the hall. Mm -hmm. And I realized that as I was listening, I was also loving my own music. Mm. And after my performance, many of the audience members told me that they were very touched and moved by my playing. Oh, that's and, beautiful. Yeah. Before my teacher once said to me, 
your audience will love your music as much as you love your music. And I never really understood what he meant by that until this experience. And it was really one of the most mind blowing and literally life changing experiences for me because I found out how to express myself as an artist and how I could really share my love for the music with others. That's amazing um, that you had that experience and found sounds like you really found yourself at that competition and really found your sound and how to um, make everybody hear you and hear your music. And that's such a beautiful story. Um, do you have any other uh, memorable experiences at like a festival? Um, not even just like uh, doing a concert, but like with relationships with a professor or with relationships with friends that you made? Um, I never really attended desk is really squeaky. No, sorry. I never really attended any festivals, but um, at one particular competition, I developed a friendship that um, proved to be one of the most important friendships that I've ever made. Um, mm -hmm. It was at the Liszt International Piano Competition. So when I compete, um, even though it's like international or nationwide, I tend to compete against someone in my teacher's studio. Mm -hmm. So we end up like knowing each other and everything. Yeah. So um, at that competition, I it was like one of my new, newer stages and I was like really unfamiliar with the whole expressing music with your feelings. So I didn't perform very well and my results weren't that great. So as usual, I was pretty depressed afterward. <laughs> um, but as I was speaking with another competitor who did win a prize and has the same teacher as me, I congratulated him for his achievement and he congratulated me back. And I was like, why are you congratulating me? Like, I didn't even win anything. And he said that the fact that I performed was being worth, was worth being proud of and being congratulated for. And that really motivated me and inspired me to believe in myself. Mm. with my entire effort to create the most beautiful music that I can, no matter what happens. So during the past few years, um, I've developed a very close relationship and friendship with that person. And we are always very supportive of each other and the music that we create. And I feel like it's so amazing how music can be such a strong bond for mm. all of us, no matter where we come from. So, yeah. That's so beautiful. That's awesome that you made. Um, music connected you so profoundly with um, somebody that you saw as a co uh, competitor as competition, but then yeah. music brought y'all together. That's uh, amazing. Um, thank you so much, uh, Mihyun, for being with me here today. It was really amazing to hear you talk about your <clears throat> musical journey um, and concerts and competitions and all that music has brought forth to you. Um, thank you for coming so much. It was wonderful to have this conversation with you. If you enjoyed our podcast, feel free to check out our Instagram page at Hope Piano Org, our Facebook page, and as well as YouTube channel, which we currently have over 30 videos. Thank you so much for listening, and we look forward to seeing you in our next episode, which will be released in two weeks' time. Mm -hmm.